Hello, I'm Emily Bellet, founder of Vespot and author of You're Not Broke, You're Pretty Rich. And you're listening to The Wallet. Every week, we give you the best tips, guidance, and a good dose of inspiration and motivation to manage your money better. Today, we're back with an episode of The Hotline. And I look at common myths that may be getting in the way of your investing journey and examine how true they really are. Remember that if you'd like to ask me a question, you can send me a voice note at podcast at vespot.com. As always, also join us on Vespa.com for events, workshops, and lots of money resources. Get your ticket for a live recording and breakfast tomorrow morning at Mortimer House in London. We all at different stages in our financial lives. Some of us are trying to save for a rainy day or our first home, and others are investing and building our retirement funds. But the journey is never linear, and we could all do with a little help. Moneybox is an award-winning app, helping over 800,000 people reach their goals and build wealth with confidence. Moneybox runs up your spare change and allows you to choose how and where you want to invest and save. You can sign up in minutes with as little as one pound. Download the Moneybox app today or go to moneybox.com slash for more information. As always with investing, your capital is at risk. Remember that we are not certified financial advisors. Information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. So as you know, I've been running investing workshops for the past few years and I've seen that some of us are often not investing money because of certain myths that need to be debunked. So let's start with this crucial point. Investing is key to building financial security. When you invest over a long period of time, you want your money to outpace inflation, so the price of goods and services are increasing every year, and benefit from compound growth. While it's essential to have a rainy day fund, rainy day cash savings, playing it safe by stashing all your money in low interest rate saving accounts is actually risky because that money will lose value over time. So when you invest, you want to achieve your long-term goals, Leaving the buzz and the hype aside, it can really change your life. So I keep on reading that women make better investors, but aren't investing enough. So why is that? Today I'm going to impact seven common myths that may be holding you back. Myth number one, investing is gambling. Yeah, in the casino, the odds are heavily stacked against you. Gambling is disempowering, it's addictive, and it's generally bad for the individual. So why this idea that investing is gambling? Is it because you think you can lose all your money in the stock market, like you can lose all your money at a game of poker? Um, and that success or failure mostly comes down to luck. Well, you don't have to be massively risky and speculative with your investment. And instead, you can focus on building a diversified portfolio you hold for a long time. And in order to do that, though, you need first to understand that investing and trading are very different. We discussed that with Vivi Friedgood, founder of Black Bullion last year on The Wallet. Day trading is a lot more like gambling. And there's no such thing as get-rich-quick investments. FOMO, this fear of missing out, hyped-up headlines and peer pressure should not inform your investment strategy. Of course, we don't love to make risk-free investing with guaranteed return, but that doesn't exist. So when you invest, you want to understand and limit risk and maximize your returns. Why investing does not rely on luck Although it's nice to have some. Myth number two. There are secret tips I don't know, it's complicated, and I must be an expert. Well, no, there's no secret. I mean, educating yourself should be your top priority. 
Remember that slow and steady wins the race. You are not a trader and individual investors won't have the time or knowledge of professional investors. But Warren Buffett explained to shareholders that the goal of the non-professional should not be to pick winners, but should rather to own a cross-section of businesses that in aggregate are bound to do well. An example is, for example, instead of picking individual stocks, you can invest via funds. And the low-cost S&P 500 index fund, for example, will achieve this goal. Passive investing is necessary for the majority of us. Remember that most active professionals can't actually beat the market. So investing via funds is a great starting point. As buying into a fund is like purchasing a ready-made basket of investments, it can be personalized according to risk appetite. Some multi-asset funds also take a stake in a wide range of assets like bonds, shares, property, meaning that you can invest in various types of investments. This is called diversification. And this means you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Myth number three, I need more money to invest. Well, these days investing is very democratized. You can start with even 25 pounds, 50 pounds, or your spare change. And actually it's quite good to start small and invest regularly. Saving apps and robo-advisors automatically stash away a regular amount of money and invest it in the stock market based on your preferred level of risk and when you need the money. No one can predict market performance, but investing regularly, also known as pound cost averaging, can help smooth out your returns and ride out market bumps. Of course, if you can, you should work with a financial advisor. But you usually need to have a certain amount of money to invest for them to manage your investments. There are a lot of investing platforms for individual investors. Beginners tend to love the robo-advisors. These platforms invest money on your behalf, on a portfolio of funds. More experienced or DIY investors usually use investment platforms, share dealing platforms to build their own portfolios and pick individual stocks if they want to, even if that's riskier. These platforms also offer ready-made portfolios, which will be helpful for beginners to intermediate investors. Myth number four, I won't see my money for ages. Yes, the longer you hold an investment, the more likely you will increase your chances of returns. Market volatility is inevitable. Markets will move up and down over the short term. So forget about the short term and try to make a quick win. Trying to time the market is extremely difficult. And one solution is actually to maintain a long time horizon and ignore the short term fluctuation. However, you don't need to lock your money away in order to start investing. It's usually recommended to invest in the stock market for 5 to 10 years plus. You can access this money at any time. But while you can access the money, ideally you don't have to rely on it. Because there's a chance that it could negatively affect your return. You want to avoid being forced to sell when the markets are in a down period. As your investment could be worth less than they were when you bought in. So make sure you have between three to six months worth of expenses saved in an emergency fund before you start thinking about investing and also have repaired your expensive debt. If something happens that requires you to dip into your savings, you can do so by using that emergency fund and your short to medium term savings, cash savings, instead of using your investment fund. Myth number five, I can lose all my money. Again, yes, investing does carry some risk. Putting even a little bit of money in the market feels terrifying when you don't have much of it or if you know little about how it works. But remember that over the long term, these small sums build up. Leaving cash in low interest rate saving accounts is unlikely to get you the returns you're after. So this is why you will always read disclaimers that are true. Markets fluctuate, you will not get back what you invest. 
invest what you can afford to lose and capital at risk. Yeah, but losing all your money? Maybe we should take a look at what risk is actually. Maybe we should take a look at what risk actually is. Often you would pick your risk level based on how you feel about investing. Are you cautious or adventurous? If you're new, you would usually think that you want to be careful. But actually there's more to the notion of risk. You need to consider your personal circumstances. How old you are today, what are you saving for, and when you will need the money. You need a plan for your investments. So when you start investing, you build a portfolio of shares and bonds. The investor ready to take more risk will have a more significant proportion of shares in their portfolio and expect a higher return. Also, to lower your risk, so for example, an investor who's a bit older and closer to retirement will have more bonds in their portfolio rather than shares. Also, to lower your risk, you try to remove emotion from investing. You can do that by using asset allocation, automating your investments, and avoiding checking your investments too often. Maybe just delete your investment app for a little while. I also often hear that women are risk averse. Again, this is not true. Women are risk aware. Education goes a long way. It's crucial that when you start investing, you start small and get a feel for it. Then look at what risk you're willing to take. If you're not sure what you're comfortable with, of course, it's best to speak to a financial advisor. Myth number six. I have to know when is the right time to buy or sell. This is a really important one. And no, you don't. I also thought that was the case when I started investing. Buy at a low price and sell at a high price. After making many expensive mistakes, I realized it was super stressful and I was losing money and energy. The stock market fluctuates and many external factors can influence it. It's practically impossible to guarantee how it's going. That's why we say that investing, that it's not about timing the market, it's about time in the market. Nobody wants to buy at the top of the market accidentally. But this is where pound cost averaging com comes in and can help. Pound cost averaging is the concept of making regular contribution to your investment in order to smooth out market volatility. By making regular contribution, you will purchase fewer units when prices are high and more units when prices are low. It also provides some protection against the possibility of the market dropping sharply shortly after the money is invested. Again, start small and early and for as long as you can. You will see downturns and financial crises, but remember that you haven't lost your money if you don't sell during these times. Myth number seven, women don't invest. Of course, you know that's not true. And to be honest, that's a message I've well and truly had enough listening to. <laughs> women who were able to save money through the pandemic have been keen to diversify from cash savings and get into investing. I've seen this repeatedly firsthand at Vespot. We've had a massive surge in interest in our investing workshops and an increasing number of women are engaging with our educational content. In my experience, women are happy to take calculated risks once they understand the relationship between risk and return. When you take more risk, you expect higher return. Diversification, not putting all your eggs in one basket. And that time in the market beats timing the market. A Warwick Business School study found that women outperform men at investing by 1.8% because they trade less often and are not drawn to speculative stocks. So to wrap up, let's remember the core lessons from all of this. Before you start, always ask yourself how long you're prepared to invest. You need an investment plan. The longer your time frame, the more volatility you should be able to deal with because you'd have more time to recover from any lows. Start small, test the waters, and begin with smaller sums of money so you don't risk too much while still learning. 
Make sure you already have an emergency fund in place and have repaid your expensive debts. Ask questions. There's no such thing as a silly question. Vespot's Facebook group is an excellent resource if you're looking for informal tips from women within our community. Our pods are also a great place to meet like-minded investors. Always keep an eye on fees, investing as a cost, but do your research and review your portfolio regularly. Also think about investing in a tax-efficient way. If you're in the UK, think about your pension and individual savings accounts. Congratulate yourself. No matter how much or how little you decide to invest, the fact that you overcame your fear and did it is amazing. The bottom line is, it's so easy to make excuses for not investing because it feels complex. Sladen with an alienated jargon, and it sounds like something only old, maybe rich people are good at. But if you want to grow your money by taking more risks, building your wealth, and achieving financial independence, investing is one of the most important decisions you can make. Happy investing! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Wallet. Every other week, I answer your emails about money on the show. To get involved, send your questions and comments via hotline to podcast at vespot.com. Be sure to share this show with your friends and subscribe on your favorite platform. Please also leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It only takes a few seconds, but it helps more people find our show. Join us again next Thursday for another episode of The Wallet with Diana Biggs about Web3 and the future of money and banking. And I hope to see you tomorrow morning for our live recording at Mortimer House.